0: the steve warren project sports and whatever
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the program it is the swp it's all about tales of sports and whatever he's a little bit uh, whatever i'm a little bit sports kind of like donnie and marie that way a little bit country a little bit rock and roll that's sure. a very old reference to start the show off that'll probably alienate all younger listeners. But what the hey, we're into it now. Steve and Jimmy again. James, how are things today? Uh, Stevie, uh, things are fine. I hit the
0: golf ball 50 times better. 50 times better. Why?
1: Where'd that come from?
0: I took a little lesson. Oh. Uh, I'm staying staying with my buddy, Greg Clark. uh, And he's a a serious golfer, a real good player. Low single digit. And uh, so he was uh, getting a lesson from a guy. And then I kind of snuck in there, kind of snuck in there and took the guy hostage a little bit, you know. I took took over the lesson, um, so I got a few pointers, Stevie.
1: Nice. What was Couple the problem? Arm. What were you Couple doing
0: arm. wrong? Oh, swinging with the arms, Stevie. You know, just moving the arms instead of, you know, keeping it attached, Stevie. Okay, keep the arms, keep the keep the, uh, you know, the biceps tucked into your side. You know, turn, turn, you know, turn all together. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly.
1: Exactly. The good listener is now more offended by your golf swing talk than he was about my ancient reference of Donnie and Marie off the top. Sure. Sure. There you go. So, how's your cold war with Gretzky going?
0: Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. He's gone dark. Oh, no. It's gone dark. Yeah. That's over. It's punishing you. It's over. Yeah. It's over. Uh, yeah. That's all I got to say about that.
1: <laughs> you know, I don't want to worsen the situation, make it yeah, any bleaker uh, than it already
0: is. I don't want really to exacerbate the whole deal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's, I guess I got a timeout. I probably got a timeout. Yeah. Go sit in the corner, Jim.
1: Put the gum on your nose and stand against the wall for two and a half years. We'll see. You know, Uh, on the topic of Gretzky, of course, we'll talk about his comments on the Russian situation. But somebody fired it up on Twitter uh, an interview that he gave when he was 17 or 18 years of age. And it was at a practice the day after Glenn Sather had benched him in a hockey game. And I have never seen a more cocky version of Wayne Gretzky in my life. Really? Wow. I was bl- I was blown away by this interview, and in that he's so confident. He's so I don't know. He even refers to himself in the third person. You know, you get benched, Uh-oh. and uh, yeah. you get benched, and the pride of Gretz came through. I'm like, what? Who is this? Whoa. Who is this guy? It was weird. It was almost like, you know, there's a young Gretzky, and then somewhere along the way. He, uh, he took media training and put that version of Gretzky away behind the microphone. It was really interesting, I thought. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Well, let me get it for you.
0: You were benched in the first period. Did you get a little angry going into the second two periods? Well, I, I guess I was a little angry. You know, uh, any hockey player or for that matter any athlete that, that gets benched or sat out, uh, as the door set this year in Dallas, uh, you get a little upset and... Uh anyway, the and guts is going to go out there and uh, show somebody what he can do. And that's what I tried to do, and that's what I ended up doing. Is it that easy for you? <laughs> no, it's not. You know, uh, sometimes it, it gets pretty easy. You know, uh, things just go right. Puck bounces your way. And other times it's impossible <laughs> because nothing goes right. And like I say, it's just a jinx. So this game's a funny game. And uh, at times everything's going great for you. And other times nothing works.
1: There we go. So there's Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. He's actually 17 years old. The day he gave that interview it was after he was benched in a period when the Oilers and the WHA were taken on Cincinnati, and uh, I mean, I don't know. What did you think of it?
0: Uh, certainly different, right? Certainly
1: different yeah. than what, what he's like, and you know,
0: but but it's the he, he sounded very comfortable for sure, very comfortable. Totally. You know, smack smacking on the gum. I don't, you know, I don't know. It'll be all
1: right. <laughs> It'll be all right. And, you know? and the pride of Gretz, he referenced himself in the third person. I was like, what the. And even yeah. even compared himself because he said, uh, well, you know, even it, it happened to Dorsett in Dallas, so it can happen to me. That's Tony right. Dorsett, uh, Football Hall of Famer. You're 17 years old and you're comparing yourself to Tony Dorsett. Okay, we'll go with that, sure. Lots of confidence is my point.
0: Right, right. Well, it, it, it gives you an idea of what came before him, uh, be, before his 17th birthday, you know? yeah. Um, and, and, and nothing less than, I don't know, miraculous, I, I mean... When I, when I hear the stories when he was younger than that, uh, cause his parents moved him, I think to Toronto because he was kind of got hated in Brantford cause he was so good that he was getting 10 goals a game. Like right. when he was, you know, Adam Peewee, you know, I don't, I don't even know if he played midget hockey. I don't know. He probably went right to junior. Uh,
1: so anyway, and now, I, I, just- I certainly understand that. I understand that cause people are always, always going on about how the, uh, It was inappropriate response from the parents. I know I wouldn't like it if any given season that my daughter was playing in a game and there was some kid out there on the other team scoring 12 goals. It's obviously not the level that kid should be at, but I think he was at that stage, he was already you know three, four, and five years ahead. I mean, how far do you want? You want to go to the NHL at 11? What do you want him to do there, exactly? Right, right. right. It it would be frustrating, though, if you're on the
0: opposing team. Yeah, goofy numbers, right? Goofy. Yeah, no Um, doubt. Anyway, I think I'm going to have to give him shit for putting that video up. Oh, no, that's a different deal. (laughs) (laughs) For those who haven't
1: been with us the last couple of episodes, that's why Wayne Gretzky is upset with Jimmy for putting up video uh, that he shouldn't have from the golf course that Michael Jordan owns while Jordan's in his backswing. You're doing video, you put it online, and Gretzky said, that was the one thing I told you not to do. Uh, I know, I know. Anyway. Yucky poo-poo. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good line, though. I like that. So, Gretzky did, of course, talk about the Russian invasion of Ukraine and suggested that the World Juniors, for one, should be off limits to Team Russia. Well, the NHL's come out with their own statement now. The league condemns Russia's invasion of Ukraine, urges a peaceful resolution as quickly as possible. Effective immediately, we're suspending our relationships with our business partners in Russia, and we're pausing our Russian language social and digital media sites. In addition, we're discontinuing. Any consideration of Russia as a location for any future competitions involving the NHL? I know the World Juniors were supposed to be held in Russia. I think next year or the year after one, they've already decided that's not going to happen now, obviously. And you've even got people suggesting, you know what, um, there needs to be some kind of fallout for the the players in the league who are Russian. And, uh, you know, just zipping along, making... 7 to $10 million a year, some of them. Alex Ovechkin's the one everybody points to. CCM is actually, and that has nothing to do with the NHL per se, they're obviously a uh, hockey equipment manufacturing company, but CCM has said, yeah, we're going to stop using Ovechkin in our marketing moving forward. Is it fair that any of the existing NHL Russian players, James, are getting flack and fallout for what's happening in Ukraine? It's not fair right?
0: It's not fair. In fact, it's, I mean, it's, it's such a unique thing. It's such a unique time, but by not allowing anyone Russian to do anything is actually Steve borders on racism. You know, we're saying, okay, cause you're Russian, you're not allowed to do this anymore because you're Russian. We're not going to let you play. We're we're taking your ball. We're going home. You're not allowed in any events. You're not allowed in any commercials anymore. You're not allowed in anything. Um, so, it, it, it's kind of this you're painting them with this w- wide brush it's totally uh it's totally unique uh so what do you do right what do you do with these completely innocent people okay 100 percent innocent from what russia is doing to ukraine right right from your ovechkins to those tennis players to to junior hockey players uh you know uh so i look at it and to answer your question it is it is unfair. Uh, but so is what's going on right now. Right. Not not very fair, you know, what, what's happening. So what do you do about it? Right? What do you do about it? Uh you know, I think it might be unsafe, right, right, to have a junior hockey tournament in Russia, to to even have Russian players come over here and play in, in, in whatever uh events or or tournaments of, of of all sports, you know. Um I I I think it would be like just imagine it like if you flip the tv on tonight and you know there's a basketball game with a couple of russian stars uh you're gonna look at it differently right you're gonna look at it differently but um so i think they i think they should be allowed to play um but you're risking sort of beyond distraction what can happen
1: right you know I guess I'm in the, I'm i I'm, I'm very much on the fence on this, to be honest. I hate being on the fence. It's what they tell you is taboo from the first day you do a sports talk radio show, but I, it's a really difficult one because I mean, in fairness, it's not like any of the Russian NHL players had IOTA one to do with this invasion and contractually speaking, you couldn't send any of these guys home because, well, they they'd sue you. There's nothing in the contract that's, that talks about your home country's political decisions or military exercises. None of that has any bearing on anything. So I don't think the NHL teams or the league would have a leg to stand on. But at the same time, there's a little part of me that wonders if it's maybe, you know, if you could do it, then maybe you do it, like send them back home to Russia. Because I'm all for anything that puts just a little more pressure on Putin to change his tactics here and and change his mind on things and it just this guy's getting an absolute beating right now when you think about Mm -hmm. all the things that are going on around the world like swiss bank accounts are being frozen uh anybody in russia that's got a you know swiss bank account and putin would be well probably a good bet to have one because he has about 400 billion dollars right just just any level of pressure that you can put on putin right now and his people um I'm kind of thinking that, that that would be a good thing, uh, even though it's innocent bystanders. I feel bad for the concept, but not as badly as I feel for the people of Ukraine today.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, it's so hard to come up with a comparison, right? Because this is war. Literally, it's war. Right. So you you got to step gingerly, right? When you say, okay, well, this is, you know, should they let these, you know, Russian players you know, play or not play. And I'm saying, well, it's kind of, if you don't, it's kind of a form of racism, right? Saying, okay, if you're Russian, you're not getting anything anymore, right? Because of something that came before you. So there's, there's a part of me, right. That says, don't blame all the Russians for what their what their whacked out leader is doing. Um, so that's my answer. Yeah. That's my answer to that. I, um, I think they should, should be allowed to, to compete. Um, but on the on the other hand, I do understand. I do understand why they're saying, "Okay, we've." I'm sorry that you're going to be the brunt of this, right? Of uh, everything that's going on in Ukraine. But we, you know, it's not your fault. But there's a fallout from it, and and I'm sorry you're going to be the residual effect right. of it, which is everything's on hold here with Russia, man. Everything yep. is on hold. You know, how long does it go, Stevie? You know, when the invasion ends uh who who knows how that's going to turn out it it looks ugly every single day What, what do you do after a war
1: right okay let's take a time out of the program and when we come back on the show an equally difficult topic the chicago blackhawks and what they've had to go through over the last couple of years and they've hired a gm today we'll talk about that coming up after these words So the winter has kicked the crap out of your vehicle. Maybe it's time for something new. Well, Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa-certified, pre-owned Ford dealer. They got your back. They'll remove all the worries. With a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, that is peace of mind when you're getting yourself a pre-owned vehicle. Check out jimk4.com, 1438, Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house? How much do I need? Why would I want that? I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance
0: Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call, let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker.
1: And if you need help navigating through this tough Ottawa housing market, call the Glen Walton real estate team. For sellers, Glen's services include staging, painting, cleaning, and of course, negotiating all the offers coming in. And for buyers, Glen has the expertise to help you land your dream home when competing with so many other offers out there. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate right now, contact the Glen Walton real estate team today, glenwalton.com. So the Chicago Blackhawks, over the last year, They've been embroiled in scandal based on the Kyle Beach story and how the Hawks handled a sexual assault on Beach mm-hmm. from one of their assistant coaches, their video coach at the time, Brad Aldrich, and they just they made a, an absolute mess of it. Of course, they're not to blame for this assault, but they are to blame for how they handled the news of the assault, trying to sweep it under the rug effectively. Everybody mm-hmm. get fired for the most part. Anyway, the Hawks have hired... Kyle Davidson is their general manager. He's been their interim GM since they unloaded Stan Bowman. Are you surprised at all that they didn't go outside the franchise for new leadership? I'll tell you something, Stevie. That's totally interesting and curious about
0: sports. Okay, Um, it's it's completely acceptable, Steve. Okay, to have polar opposite opinions of hiring. In sports, okay. So what I mean by that is, look at that situation in Chicago, and someone will say, "We, you know, what we got to do? We got to go out and get some young blood, fresh blood in here. Give a guy a shot at this joint." Okay, that's what the Chicago Blackhawks need. Okay, new, young, you know, go getter. And everyone will go, "Yeah, that's pretty good." The next guy will go, "You know what? We need to have a guy with a." ton of experience who's been in this game a long time who's worked with our group for the last 10 years who knows what we need to do and that's who we should hire and fifth in and there's gonna be a bunch of people that go steve going perfect idea great idea there's you know it's 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 the only it's the only sort of you know corporation steve in the world where you have opposite opinions of shit and it's acceptable right you know you know what i mean it's like yep and and it's a roll of the dice, you know, you know. These poor pricks trying to trying to ice a team, trying to move forward, trying to make trades, trying to build a squad. Um, it's it's totally unpredictable, Steve. They think it's predictable, right? But sports shows time and time again not so much, not so much. You know, yeah. Um, short of getting good players, you know, like they the scouting system is is pretty good, you know. So, you know, if you do make the NHL. Uh, which is slim to none, but but once you do make the NHL, you know about eighty percent of those guys work out would be my guess. You know, right. seventy or eighty percent of those guys work out. You know, the rest of the jobs though, Stevie, you know, head coach, assistant coach, goalie coach, assistant GM, general manager, head of, head of scouting, you know, consultant, hockey operations, director of player personnel, all that shit, Steve. It's a roll of the dice. You know, it's a roll of the dice that what, what we're going to do, you know, um, again, again, right. You'll have two opposite, absolute opposite opinions and and a bunch of people will agree with both. Right. right? You don't get yeah. that with Xerox Stevie. You know, you don't get, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to hire this guy. Fuck. I hope it's okay. You know, I hope he's all right. Yeah, no, no, he's pretty solid, right? He's he's done this, this, this. He's got a degree,
1: you know, shit like that. Well, but I think sports- with yeah, I think with Xerox or with an NHL club, like I feel like I know generally how these big companies think and behave. Oh, they're always concerned with the optics and the marketing of things. And uh, he was an employee with the team. The knee-jerk reaction would be, let's go to the manual here, the big, the big uh, corporation manual. Up, uh, sweep clean. You don't want any of that that story on anybody moving forward. Anyway, uh, congratulations to him though, because it's a uh, it's a pretty big gig. He's an Ottawa guy, 33 years of age, and he got the gig against another Ottawa guy because uh, uh, Peter Shirelli was up for this job as well, apparently, and mm-hmm. uh, he got it. Uh, Kept the gig, and he was the guy that was responsible for firing head coach Jeremy Colliton back in November. And I guess uh, the Hawks organization—they've—they've uh, they've liked what they've seen since he took over on an interim basis, and they're going to move forward with him. So, right. again, to be clear, I don't—I'm not saying he shouldn't have got it. I just—I'm surprised he did, based on the way I know how big corporations operate.
0: Yeah, Peter Shirelli is a great example uh, to make my point. About hockey. So, Peter Shirelli was in Boston with um, Keith Gretzky, okay? Mm-hmm. As, as the head scout, I think, okay? Assistant or, or something like that. Okay, Peter Shirelli won won a cup, man, with Boston, okay? He was the guy. And everyone said, when he signed with the others, going, wicked baby, wicked move, fantastic. Now we got it going on. Now we got a guy who knows how to win. And now we got to know a guy who knows how to make a trade, you know?
1: He came here. It just didn't work out, okay? It just didn't work out, right? Who does it work out for? Everybody goes to Edmonton. In the last ten years, it doesn't work out for them. Yeah, well, that. But, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yep. You're gonna.
0: You got to get Peter Chiarelli. He's got experience. He's won a cup. He's been around a long time. You know, he's he's an agent, lawyer, smart guy. Make you know, bring bring his team with him. We'll be just fine. Gonzo, Gonzo, in I don't know two years. I don't know how long Shirelli was
1: there. A little but. longer than that, I think. Yeah. But it, it was it was, it was was unexpected because he had such a, a good run in Boston. He was really well regarded because he was with his hometown Ottawa Senators as an assistant GM, and there was some talk that he might get the GM gig until John Muckler came in. And at that right. stage, he started kind of shopping himself around, and the Bruins <laughs> hired him. Didn't take long before he signed Zdeno Chara and won himself a cup in 2011. So, yeah, he looked like he had his uh, you-know-what together and i would still be interested i know that everything went wrong for him in edmonton but literally every coach and gm that's gone there in the last 10 15 years everything has gone wrong for them so right. i look, i might look, be interested yeah. in kicking the tires on that guy just as a side note look at babcock right how well he did in detroit
0: and then he signed at the time the biggest uh the, the biggest coaching contract was it 5 years 10 million i think, I think, it, think it, was it was 6 50, times 6 6 you know big 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 contract right and everyone's going here we go you know, this guy has done zero wrong, zero wrong in his NHL coaching career. Right. How'd that go? How'd that go for you? Right. Yeah. Well, we didn't, you know, we didn't, we didn't predict that. We thought it would be good, you know, but it's just, the, it's just the bitter ass part of sports, man. Yeah. You know? the tough pill to swallow, you know, you did so well, pal. And we gave you all this fucking cash and what, you and now it's not working out. And the other one is you're, you're emotionally abusing players. Where did that start?
1: Yeah. What the yeah. hell, you know? So. Yeah. And there were whispers of that in Detroit. Don't want to get too far down this rabbit hole, but if you remember Johan Franzen, I think Chris Chelios had some things to say about right. Babcock as well. So there were hints of it. But uh, it all came to light in Toronto, and uh, I'll be interested to see if he ever gets another job in the NHL. Um, and it, you know, it's not like there was a crime committed there. I think uh, you know it was inappropriate the way he was handling his players there, kind of uh, uh, bordering on cruel. But yeah. you know, we're not talking about the police needing to be called in for the thing. So I'll be I'll be keen to see if somebody gives him a second chance. As for Kyle Davidson, the new GM of the Chicago Blackhawks. My first thought was upon seeing him was I can't believe he's as old as thirty-three. He looks twenty-three, to be honest. Right. But uh right. so far so good in Chicago. And uh yeah, I hope that organization turns around because I think we all whether you you know, whether you're a vintage hockey fan, like an older hockey fan, or you're relatively new to the NHL, just something about the Hawks. They're they're one of those teams that you kind of have a soft spot for. You know, another another point, Steve, to
0: this whole thing about uh you know how how someone's performance is going to be look at uh, marty st. louis yep. when they hired that guy there was there's some people out there steve going this is the dumbest move ever you know this Mont- montreal doesn't need some sort of playground for a guy to learn the ropes here you know to throw him in a sandbox it doesn't we're not worried about wins and losses and people are going what the fuck what the what, what? no 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 and look at him
1: how he's doing so far Right? Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right about he's that. He's just winning. That's all he's doing. Yeah. I think you're right about that 20 game thing. You know, kind of see what things True. look like after 20 games. Maybe maybe even takes longer for coaches because they're not out there actually doing it. They're basically trying to put their stamp on things. I have no doubt that Luke Richardson and and the assistants on that team have a lot to do with what's happened so far. I think the greatest strength though, Jimmy, of a new head coach is that he's not the old one. That's So that's why that's why (laughs) that's why your 20 game thing, I think, is really important because, you know, just the relief maybe from what the old guy was that that can give you a big boost as a as a team. Right. All right. So I hope the Hawks do turn things around under Kyle Davidson. I would say they're my sub favorite when you get down to it. I still got an old Melton and leather Chicago Blackhawks jacket. My wife got me for Christmas before the Senators had even arrived on the scene. They were kind of my team before the Sens got here. So. Hope they do turn it around and uh, best of luck to Kyle Davidson, their new general manager. When we return, it is final thoughts. And those are coming up after these words. Did you know that Jim K Ford has been around since 82, one of the longest running dealerships in Ottawa? The K family proudly strives to provide the best service in the automotive market with the help of their fantastic team of professionals. They're continually training and improving to ensure you always have the finest buying experience. See what they're all about? Shop for your next vehicle at JimK4.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage? Or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 860 All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. James, as we head out the door, any final thoughts today? Uh,
0: yeah, Kyle Davis, Stevie. Uh, he likes extra cheese on everything, Steve. Kyle Davidson you're talking so about? You, yeah, Kyle Davidson. He likes extra cheese on everything. So now you can have KD with extra cheese. Oh, no. <laughs> How no. bad is that? That's How bad is that? Wow. You're no Ron McLean, Jimmy. You're no Ron McLean. Kraft dinner, you see, Steve KD KD, right? KD. Yeah, I get it. Food. Yeah,
1: craft dinner. Yeah, Gretzky's gonna uh, miss KD. those that genius so uh, that genius wit. Uh, <laughs> KD with ketchup or not?
0: Oh yeah, no ketchup. I, I, no I ketchup. don't eat KD. Okay, I never do. I, I threw it at my brother
1: when my mom gave it to him. Really? really? No, I, didn't, I go I didn't. put a little Italian sausage in it. Not so bad. Oh, okay, there you go. Not bad. Yeah, yep, not, not bad. bad at all. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, our website is stevewproject.com. Send in your craft dinner recipes. I don't care if you're sending your craft dinner recipes, uh, but there is our uh, find out how you can contact us. We've also got our Patreon memberships. We'd appreciate that if you consider one of those, stevewproject.com. James, enjoy your day, and we'll talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. See ya. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.